BYU Sports Nation, the day before game day, what BYU is doing today to prepare for tomorrow. How do you prepare for game day? Use the hashtag BYUSN. And we go all access with Bronco Mendenhall and Spencer Linton live from Hartford, which means... Another Logan takeover! Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. And now from Studio B, your host, Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan. Put your hands together. It's a Thursday, August 28th, the day before the day, people. BYU Sports Nation is on your radio, TV, other media machines, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic... BYU products. You're right. It is a blue goggle moment. Let's don the goggles. Open the goggles on right, right now. It's game day eve, right people. Now. Jerem Jordan teamed up with a man who was once called the Bouncing Hobbit, Brian Logan. Welcome right. back, Brian. Well, thanks for uh, letting me uh, be on the show again since, you know, it's your show. It's our I've show. Sub- I've, submit- it's- I've submitted to you. So, no, no, no. You it's know. BYU Sports Nation show. The people. Until I get on a billboard, then, then, it'll, be, then it'll be my okay. show. Okay, no, yeah, now you're talking. Now you're talking. Spencer Linton uh, left for Hartford yesterday, is there, is in the hotel, ran into Alani Fua earlier today, said that he's very tall still and uh, ready to roll. BYU currently at a high school in Hartford, uh, practicing, getting ready for the big game tomorrow, which is how many days away? Countdown to Connecticut. One day away. One! One, Udo! January 2nd, we started this silly, awesome countdown. It was 2.38, and we are down to one. Look how far we've come. Look how far. It's, ama- it's been an amazing journey, man. Did we? Spencer made a great point. He said that his, uh, his brother said, you realize that you've made this so much longer for everyone else <laughs> because, because you did this, ca- because this countdown. <laughs> yeah. I think it's true. It is true. When you when you anticipate and you look forward, it always take for it takes forever. It's like you know, like Christmas. You know, for a little kid, it's like oh, I got eleven days, ten days. It takes 10, forever. You know, Imagine forever. if they had done that with two thirty eight to Christmas as a kid. Ooh, That'd be torture. Man, it would be. Join our conversation twenty four seven using the hashtag BYUSN with today's Twitter question. It's the day before the day, so we ask, how are you preparing for game day? Use the hashtag BYUSN. How are you preparing for game day, Brian Logan? Uh, what you find, folks? No, uh, I'm gonna get some gushers. Um, you always I, do. I'm gonna get some gushers, and you know, I went to the the dentist, and they said I was good to to start eating them again. I have a couple cavities, but I'll be good in a second. So nice. I've never had a cavity, <laughs> never wow. ever. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty impressive, man. I was, you know, I gushers... avoid the dentist for a while. Oh, that's that's why. <laughs> yeah. No, I've never had one though. Gushers suit and tie. I'm gonna, you know, uh, I, I'm excited to go to to be on on the set for uh, Countdown and Kickoff. It's gonna be awesome. It's 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 exciting, man. Just with with our prep that we talked about, uh, just with with Blaine and Dave and David Nixon, man, it's going to be fun. Tomorrow, six Eastern time. Watch Brian Logan and the crew on Countdown to kick off. It's going to be fantastic. Weigh in on our Twitter question: Get how do I get ready for game day? Producing the pre and post game <laughs> show. It's a lot of work. It's a ton of fun. It's fun to work with all of you guys. Can't wait for the show tomorrow. Read the game notes. Do this show. It's going to be fantastic. And uh, if I had grass, which I'm still working on at my place now, I would mow like BYU into the lawn or something. I saw a great picture yesterday. You know, I was thinking about getting a, a, a mohawk and, and <laughs> dyeing it. Wow. Dyeing it. I wanted look. This is what I wanted to do. I wanted to dye it blonde, right? Like a goldish honey blonde. This is not with 2000. The t- with the tips, I want the tips to be blue. Okay, but for, I, I didn't think it was going to be professional for, to be on on set. 
You know B- what I mean? B-Low would have done that. B-Low, That's... yeah. B-Low, B-Low would have. <laughs> Definitely. BYU Sports Nation simulcast in Radio Vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. Game day eve. What is BYU doing right now? And what does today mean for game day? BYU is currently in the middle of what they call perfect place. They're at practice. They're doing perfect plays. Then the, uh, in about 10 minutes, they'll go through a special teams walkthrough for about 30 minutes, and then they will eat lunch for 30 minutes after that. That is the schedule for about the next hour and 15 minutes for those guys. What, and what does the rest of the day, and a day like today, Brian Logan, as a former player, mean for BYU in its preparation for Connecticut? You know, the, the game day eve was, was really all about last-minute preparation. Uh, meaning this is your last time to really get, you know, any concerns or questions, you know, out of, the, out of your system, you know, making sure that you're in the playbook, like you know everything is going on. Um, for me personally, uh, I would get stressed out because I, w- I would be like, oh, man, I, don't, I didn't practice enough. Or I, don't, I didn't study enough. I don't know what plays are going to run. And so I would always kick the second strings off. Hey, get out. Get out. I, I want to stay on the field just to get some more preps and some, <laughs> some more reps and, and, and prepare more for the game. So that, that's really what it's about. It, it's, it's about taking care of your body as well, you know, eating good, hydrating. Um, but it, it, it really is more of a, a – a, I would say more of a, a mental challenge, getting prepared mentally. You know, when, you, when you're doing these perfect plays, uh, you, you don't have any, you know, no gear, no helmets. It's about 50%. So you're, you're lined up against, uh, you know, second string guys, uh, going against, uh, you know, some of the plays that they're, the opposing team is running. First string O, second string D, yep. second string O against first and, and, and team so, D. And sometimes yeah. the offense, I don't, they do weird things, man. I don't even know what's going on half the time with the offensive players. But they're, they, they, they usually just run against air. Uh, I mean, they'll, they'll just run plays and not, you know, nobody's out there guarding them. Uh, and that's, that's, that's why you call it perfect plays because it has Exec- to be perfect because there's nobody guarding nobody right. there. Execute the playbook. <laughs> right, exactly. And so, you know, Co- Coach and I and, and, and even Coach Mendenhall, uh, you know, they'll have scripts. Say, hey, this is, you know, here's 50 plays that I want to run this first half. And so they'll, they'll go down that. 50. Woo. Just, that's just, you know. 50. If we get to 50, let's go. It, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's possible. It's actually with Ran Connecticut. 115 against Houston. With Connecticut, I mean, it could they could be just, you know, two plays and done. So, you know, touchdown. Yeah, time you possession know, overrated. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But uh, and then and then with the special teams, it's really, you know, you you call out the guys, "Hey, uh, you know, first first uh, kickoff team." And then you go out and then they'll count the kicker counts, you know, making sure that uh all the guys are accounted for. If somebody is is picking their nose, <laughs> you know, and looking off into space, and they don't run out there, then we have to start all over again. Does that happen? I mean, or, or, is, or is the focus increased because you're in the city and uh, the intensity all of a sudden goes up? It's yeah, almost the, game day. The, yeah the, the intensity does go up. It's, it's, it's funny because you, you would think in that type of setting with no pads on, you know, guys are a little loose bit more and loose and lax and, and have fun. But, you know – Especially more so for the for the starters, uh, you know, you're you're zoned in, man. You don't see nothing. You're, you know, you don't you, you're you're in this little box, and and you're just mentally getting reps. And you know, guys aren't guys aren't aren't joking around and laughing. I mean, it's a straight line, like the military straight line down <laughs> down the sideline. You know, guys are are uh, you know really really focused in and 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 just the intensity of hey, it's, it's time to get it's time to get it together. 
Let's let's yeah, go. You, you, we, you we, can feel it. Yeah. You can feel it through the fans on Twitter. You can feel it uh, you know, on this show. You can feel it from Hartford of, hey, it's almost game time. Let's crank it up. The excitement, the energy, the intensity, all I, that. I, rem- I remember joking around on a few walk walkthroughs like this and, 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 and game days and, and having just like, you know, Dennis Pitta and Andrew George and, and Max Hall kind of like give me that look like, what are you doing, little punk? <laughs> like, calm down, dude. Like, stop talking. Like, come on, let's get it together. Interesting. And I'm like, hey, man, it's Wyoming, dude. What you mean? <laughs> We're so in about Laramie. To, about to get like five picks. We're Jeez. in Laramie, man. Relax. I'm trying to get a helmet sticker That's this funny. week. Was that was that partly because you were on defense? You were newer. Why did Why I did think, you get I that think, look? I think it was just more. I was I was newer, and and I mean, it's a different level coming from junior college when you have these walkthroughs. Guys yeah. are playing around, and you know. Yeah, they're you know like little kids playing tag and stuff, but you know he, <laughs> like little kids playing tag. You know, it, it, with 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 the game day prep, it's like you know and you're at a, a D one, you're at a, you're you're playing football at a high level. It's like hey, you know, it's 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 time to go. You, it's like it's almost like you're putting your, your 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 suit and tie on. You know, hey, let's come on now, let's let's. There's it, no more no more joking around. You know, we're, we're we're a little bit away from this, so you know you want to mentally get prepared right now, so you don't have to you know, stress about getting prepared the day of the game. What else are you figuring out uh, the day before the game and even on game day that you haven't already figured out? You know, the, the biggest thing for us was uh, it was, was film. You know, you, you, you watch film, you hear guys all the time, you know, be students of the game. But film session on, on the day before the game was just, we took it to a whole nother level. And BYU did some of that earlier. Zach yeah. Nyborg, director of football operations, tweeted a photo of some of the defensive guys doing just that in the hotel. Yeah, so so you know some guys uh, that are a little bit more experienced, the the, the the veterans, the seniors, you know they'll come in before before class starts. They'll watch film, you know, go to class, go to practice. Uh, you know, you come and have your meetings, uh, or, or or you have your meetings. You have you, you watch film, uh, you go to practice, and then you come back and you watch uh, film again, right? So. The the, the the seniors they'll get about three you know three sessions right, but when you're on a game day eve you're watching film every other hour just because you you, you don't want to do too much physically right so and they they have the iPads now they can use oh stuff. my goodness it's advanced I I'm so jealous I I would be way better you, than you I had was. a VCR in 09, I think right Man, preparing for I Oklahoma didn't even have that. I didn't have that at a all. A cassette tape with audio? It, 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 they, they could watch it in <laughs> class. No, I had a laptop that I was watching. Watching you know, class? They would never do that. I was, no, no. I was watching it in class. I, I, every time teachers <laughs> looked at me, I would like, start acting like I was typing, and then I would just watch, watch film again. <laughs> but, Back when YouTube was banned at BYU. Right, right. Um, no, but, but do, it, do you, it's interesting. Do you, do you learn like t- like tips, uh, this, this little is, things at the last minute or anything like that? Well, see, you, 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 you have so many reps during the week of film, sometimes you kind of just get bored, right? Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, I've seen this play again. Oh, I've seen this, I've seen this, I've seen this. But when you're really starting to focus and, and honing in because you know you you only have 24 hours to prep, then you start paying attention to the smallest little details. I remember we played San Diego State in 2010. This is this is when Coach Mendenhall took over the defense. This, the first this, the, game the, the after first Utah game. State, you're 1-4. and four. Yep, yep. And, and – and and we were watching film, and at the last minute, uh, you know, I, I think it was Andrew Rich when the guy said, "Look, when the quarterback has a step, you know, takes a slight step back, uh, his, his right foot is slightly back. It's going to be a running play. Why? Because it's easier for him to, to make a transition to hand the ball off. 
but when to Ronnie he, Hillman to Ronnie, with the yeah, Broncos. To him. Ronnie Hillman. Now, now check this out. At this time, yeah, he's with the Broncos now. At this time, they were averaging like 150, 200 yards a game within those, those first five games. 72 rushing yards. So that little tip us. helped you win that game. So that little tip. So we would we would we would line up. Coach Minnehaha would call the play. We'd line up. We'd see, uh, and then we'd look back to him, and he would say, "Oh, okay, we, because we know it's a running play. Let's change it up. Awesome. Here's a new play." And then we would just. I mean, it looked like we cheated. You know, it looked like we knew. It looked like we had somebody uh, that was inside of their headset, no, calling the plays. And that's that, how. It, that's how. That's how it was. And those are the kinds of things that BYU is figuring out. This week, today, today yep. uh, reinforcing tomorrow. Fantastic stuff. Yep. Today's Twitter question is, how are you preparing for, for game day? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At Crazy Kook Fanatic, I'm jumping for joy that the countdown is to one day. Hashtag 238 days. <laughs> it's been such a long journey. At jdivine93, we set up the shrine, buy some blue Powerade, lose sleep the night before, and finally get emotional Ooh. At kickoff. Hmm. I think everyone has a certain amount of motion, emotion at kickoff. Yeah. yeah. I'm tearing up thinking about it. No, I'm not. You're right. <laughs> but tom- tomorrow there's excitement. At Laser Sheep. Making sure I get most of tomorrow's work done today so I can catch Countdown to kickoff before the game. That's right. Play Absolutely. Hooky. Play hooky. Absolutely. Coming up, Spencer Linton live from Hartford, Connecticut. Has he woken up yet? Yeah, it's noon. He should be. Is there a storm warning on the way? Hopefully not. No! This is no BYU rain. Sports Nation on BYU TV and BYU Radio. It's a Logan Tegro. Yes, sir. Right there? <laughs> right there. No, right there. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan live from Studio B at the BYU Broadcasting Building. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Tomorrow, 6 Eastern, countdown to kickoff featuring Dave McCann, Blaine Fowler, Brian Logan, David Nixon, and Spencer Linton. Coming up here in a moment, we'll chat with him. 6 Eastern tomorrow. Nobody else will have a live, hour-long TV show getting you ready for BYU and Will you let me do the show if I show up with a blue mohawk? In a blue mohawk? <laughs> blue mohawk. A gold mohawk with blue tips. Will you let me? Let's chat after. How about that? My hair's a little bit longer. I've been kind of waiting for this. It's a little long right now. I'm going to, see my, I'm going to see my barber pretty That's soon. not long, Brian. This is long. That's really not long. This is long. long for me. I usually have it really low. Today's Twitter <laughs> question, how are you preparing for game day? One of the ultimate tailgaters at BYU, at Big Uncle Pooh, like Winnie the Pooh. Smoker is loaded in the truck to cook Pooh brisket in the mountains tonight, so it's ready for game day. Woo! Pooh brisket. When it's, when it's a home game, I fully, uh, the, the, the tailgating lot is right in front of the BYU broadcasting notes. So we're going to go out there, we're going to hang out, we're going to get some poo brisket, and then enjoy countdown to kick. Yes, I would love some poo brisket. Right now would. would be great. I it don't care be. that it's 10-16 mountain time. Whatever. We can start right now. We can start, we can start it right now. Speaking of you starting know? right now, a man who is there, he's in Hartford. He may or may not be on the field practicing with BYU as a fourth-string defensive back. His name is Spencer <laughs> Linton. Spencer, how is Hartford? It is muggy. But actually, it's great to be here. And, you know, I, I declined the practice invitation because I feel mm. like I need to rest up for game day. First off, mm. Uh, mm. what's – yeah, so it's muggy. Is, is there a possibility of rain? When, when Terrence Aletto tweeted a photo yesterday when they arrived, I guess Wednesday, I, it – yeah, yesterday, it scared me. I was like, oh, no, rain, oh, rain in Hartford. Not again, no. And, and thankfully, there is about a 0% chance of rain right now. 
Uh, it's just hot. Talking with uh, the locals around here the last two days, they said it's been like the worst two days of the summer. Oh, great. Um, and so it's uh, thankfully clearing out. Some cooler air will come in, and it'll be humid, but thankfully comfortable. So no monsoons expected. And, yeah, that was the first thing that I did was turn on the weather when I got here and make sure that uh, we're all – we're in the clear for now. That's what happened with Virginia and Texas, though, right? Everything was, it was not a cloud in the sky. Everything was nice and clear. And then, boom, then, the, then, it, the, then, it, then it came raining down. It, got it came weird. pouring out. Yeah, there, there can't be bad weather. Spencer I Linton joining that. us live from Hartford. You tweeted this morning, uh, you ran into Alani Fu in the hotel. What was that conversation like? Well, I was busy staring at his mustache, first of all. What mustache? Uh, which is, exactly, which <laughs> is, is game ready. Uh, but in all seriousness, he seems really relaxed. And I ran into Colby Pearson, too, one of the wide receivers. And uh, it's, it's a, whoever had the idea to come out a day early, which I believe falls on the head coach, Bronco Mendenhall, that was fantastic. Uh, it gives them uh, more time to get acclimated. They seem confident, ready to play. Uh, I believe they're on a walkthrough uh, right about now, if not in, in a few minutes. And uh, I heard they were going to take a walk around Rensselaer Field and, and get the feel of the stadium. But they seem confident and relaxed and uh, have had a little bit extra time to get acclimated. So uh, the team, for all intents and purposes, they're ready to ball out. Coming up in about 10 minutes, we'll hear uh, Spencer's conversation with Bronco Mendenhall from uh, yesterday uh, or Tuesday, one of your uh, one-on-ones. We have this throughout the season, BYU football, all access. Spencer, our Twitter question today is, how do you get ready for game day? So what's your answer? Oh, goodness. How do, how do I get ready for game day? Uh, I read and watch as much, <laughs> read about and watch as much football as I possibly can. Um, and you know the build-up to Christmas Day when you're like nine years old? That's what Brian you, said. Yep. You seem like it's, it's never going to get here, and now it's, it's Christmas Eve. And so uh, I guess I'm just watching the clock, minutes go by, uh, trying not to think about it so that the time will go by faster. But uh, more, more than anything, I, I think I just try and indulge on as much preseason fodder as I can, and then when the actual game hits, uh, ready to go, man. Totally. And on Twitter, by the way, uh, BYU Sports Nation just tweeted, you know, right now this guy, Spencer Linton, gives us a BYU football preview. They tweeted the picture of you doing the NSYNC dance in high school, by the way. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, no! For the win! No, no, NSYNC. You look like you could, be a, you could have been an NSYNC. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Which one? Which one do I look like? Hey, I don't really know the names, but I, that's more of a compliment, you know. Just you are a handsome fella. So what I'm do you mean saying. you don't know the names? You don't know Justin Timberlake? Justin, I know well, Justin. Well, everyone knows Justin Timberlake. It's like who else was in the <laughs> band? Justin, I, I know Justin Bieber, not Justin. Timberlake. <laughs> there you go. Okay, that's right. Brian's like 17 years old. I forgot. <laughs> Spencer Linton is on BYU Sports Nation. There's no better place. To get ready for college football, then ESPN. Today, you will visit ESPN's campus. What do you anticipate or uh, want to do there today? Well, first of all, it's, uh, it's something I've been looking forward to for a very long time. Um, ESPN. For those that, yeah. For those that don't know, our senior coordinating producer at BYU TV, Michael Miner, uh, was uh, a big league producer there for six years, and so he has a lot of good contacts. We're headed up there to uh, the campus to get some uh, some footage and some uh, some scenic shots for our countdown to kickoff production tomorrow on BYU TV, and hopefully, this is the number one agenda item on my my agenda list today is to score 
something sweet for the BYU Sports Nation set. This is important. Nice. I would dare say more important than anything you do actually do on game day on the show. <laughs> I thought you were going to I thought I thought the most important thing was uh submitting my resume to them. <laughs> Wait, oh, what's wrong too. with here? That too, but I'm not turning I'm in not the Belo resume I'm that's for bill- sure. Look, I gave you guys some <laughs> options. I said, look, if you put me on the billboard, then I'm good. You're I'll on stay. there. It's just you're just real small. I just I I, I I want to be on the billboard and and the truck. I need to be on the truck too. Getting needy. Two things. You're getting needy. Submit that resume. Spencer Spencer Linton's live from uh, Hartford, (laughs) Hartford, Connecticut, as we get ready for BYU in Connecticut. What's the vibe locally as they prepare to host uh, what they've kind of called one of the bigger, if not biggest, home games they've ever played to start a season? They're certainly aware of BYU. As I was getting off the plane last night uh, in Hartford, had a nice lady who was uh, sporting some UConn gear turn around and, and look at us, and she saw my BYU TV bag, and that was with our photographer, John Anderson, and she said, that quarterback you have sure is special. And I was like, wow, okay. So uh, they're, they're tuned in, and, and they fully anticipate that uh, BYU will come in and, and be a top 25 caliber team. Like They, they view BYU as a national powerhouse, and quite frankly, they probably should because of the branding that's out here. They're not expecting to win, uh, but they are excited about the prospect of Bob Diaco. She talked a lot about uh, the Notre Dame ties and the things that he brought over, and we met with a number of fans, actually, as we were flying over that were coming back to Hartford for the game, and and they all are high on Bob Diaco and what he brings to the Connecticut program, and, and they feel like the team is, is buying into what he's saying. And we've heard that from Joe D'Ambrosio, their play-by-play guy, and, and uh, a couple of other people we've talked to from the Hartford media. But I feel like they're, they're high on Bob Diaco. They're going to give him a few years to try and turn this program around. Um, and they have the utmost respect for, for BYU and, and uh, Taysom Hill. So while basketball dominates out here, they're certainly tied in to UConn as an entire athletic community. Spencer, do they know what conference BYU plays in, the fans? Or lack Casey, <laughs> Casey Cochran uh, said that uh, BYU plays in an unbelievable conference. So whatever conference it is, I, maybe we should call it the unbelievable yeah, conference. Unbelievable you don't conference. have your independent sticker on your car? <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? We need, to, we need to make those, don't we? No, we seriously do need to make those. Spencer Linton's live from Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, for those who don't know, Bob Diaco, uh, formerly the, the past four years, was a defense coordinator at Notre Dame, so played against BYU. Yep. Different kind of setup, though, in, in tonight's game. I do want to ask you about this. Stores is where campus is. What, yes. Is that like 45 minutes away, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, so well, there's not a how, campus feel in Hartford. It's just Depending stadium, on how fast right? you drive. Well, Connecticut's about the size of Utah County, so... Um, while, and I say that in jest, but uh, while Stores is, is the home of the UConn campus, uh, UConn dominates the state. I mean, they, they are the school. They have the swagger. They win national championships in men's and women's basketball. They've done it twice in the same year, in the same decade, for crying out Amazing. loud. And so the state is, is tied in to UConn. It kind of feels like the, the entire area is uh, a, a kind of a college town. They don't have any major pro teams other than the Connecticut son of the WNBA. And so UConn really Sorry, is the big Sorry, what was that? Sh- a major team? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> UConn is the big show in the state. Okay, so this game means that much more to them as they, uh, as they warm up for basketball season, I imagine. Certainly. Uh, that, that's why they go after a Notre Dame guy to be their head coach. Awesome. Uh, got, a, got a tweet from at McMinn5. Already scored ESPN set swag. Done. It's a blue Woo! ball that says ESPN. Bang. Ooh. 
Bang okay. Bang Rufio. There we go. Well, I, I think BYU is going to pour it on Connecticut, and I think they're going to score a bunch of points. I don't know how many points they're going to score, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Hey, you dancing with us? Of course I dancing. am. Dun, 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 dun. That was good. Bum, bum. 41. Good right 41 points is the most points scored by BYU in a season opening road game ever. 1971, North Texas. Uh, BYU did score 38 in 92 in a 10-point win at UTEP. That's actually the last time, 92, where BYU won by double figures in a season-opening road game. We kind of addressed it earlier this week, Spencer, but we expect BYU in this game to put up more points than the 16 a game under Bronco in the first road game. I think the offense will come out swinging. More than 41. I don't know about 41. What do you think, Spencer? More than 41. I would be surprised if BYU does not at least go 24-plus. I think that has been a huge point of emphasis for Bronco and his entire team is that 24-point barrier, and they've struggled in season openers. They will score more than 24 tomorrow night, so I'm going to say at least 24 in a win over Connecticut. I, I feel like 30s. Is, is probably where BYU is going to sit. You never know. I think we thought that against Virginia, but we just know more about this BYU team. Where do you think BYU goes I think, into that? I think, than I think more than 41. More than 41, a school record. I think Taysom is not going to play in the fourth quarter. I, I don't think the wow. Stars are playing in the fourth quarter. Tell Brian to put on the blue goggles right now. Go ahead, blue goggles. Hold on, give me one second. <laughs> I, got, I, got them on, I got them on for you. You know, I'm going to put these on. You look uh, really good in those. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. It'll look better with my, my blue mohawk. Tomorrow. It would look better with a blue mohawk. Yeah, I'm trying, Spencer. I'm trying to get Jaron to allow me to get a blue mohawk. Just one week, though. It'll, 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 maybe like the seven day, the seven day dye washes out in seven days. Could you do? You know, a, I we'll submit it, We will submit it to the powers that be, Brian, and see what they come back with. He but I can tell you, you're not getting a job at ESPN with a blue mohawk. Just say, <laughs> just say, it's, just say, B Logan. Don't say, don't say Brian wants you. Say B Logan wants you. There you go. <laughs> hey, got a great tweet at J Divine ninety three. Just hearing you guys talk about the team being in Connecticut is making me flip a lid. <laughs> we've reached that point. We yeah, are yeah. one day away. They're there. You are there. BYU Sports Nation is there. And did if you, and if you, you are around Connecticut, send us pictures of – someone sent us a picture from inside the stadium the other day. It was fantastic. Yes. Did you see my room key? I tweeted yeah, out a picture yeah. of the room key that I got at the Marriott. It's like a How Band awesome. of Brothers helmet in yeah. there. Yeah, it's a BYU helmet raised in the air. How cool is that? That's good service. You might have to leave right. a tip now, though. That's the only issue there. <laughs> Spencer Linton is live from Hartford, Connecticut. What, uh, you know, on the day before, summarize the vibe that you get generally from being around the players and the fans and the community as we get ready for the biggest game in the history of the world tomorrow. It's just the, the tension building. It, it's kind of like... You know, you have, imagine a rubber band, like you, yep. you've, you've stretched it all the way back as far as it can go, and they're just waiting for that energy, that built-up tension to be released so that they can uh, go out and hit somebody else. And yeah, I sense that while they are really excited, I, I don't think there is quite the feeling of uncertainty, not even close that they had against Virginia last year because of everything that has transpired, and they're a year older, a year wiser, and so... Uh, like I was saying earlier, the impression I get from the team is they're excited, they're comfortable, they're confident, and I'd be surprised to see them not come out swinging tomorrow and, and really do some damage on the scoreboard. Fantastic. Well, enjoy the trip to ESPN. I was there last summer and loved it. It was really fun. Could have stayed there several days, but 
Tell Trevor Maddich hi, and uh, we want to talk to him Monday. Yeah, I'll do that. I've already got my flag, <laughs> so I, I guess I can take the rest of the day off, right? Uh, whatever you deem uh, is good, yeah. <laughs> Get nope. some serious or something, man. You got it. Okay, thanks, Spencer. You can see Spencer and Brian and the rest of our crew tomorrow. Countdown to kickoff, 6 Eastern time. It's going to be awesome. With a blue mohawk. Okay. <laughs> Coming up, what does Bronco Mendenhall think of BYU Sports Nation karma? We go one-on-one BYU football all-access with Coach Mendenhall. This is BYU Sports Nation. The karma is real, people. It's real. Road trip. This is Bronco Mendenhall, and you are in BYU Sports Nation. Thanks, Coach. We'll hear from Bronco Mendenhall in a moment. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation with Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan in Radio Vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Coming up next Tuesday, 6 p.m. Mountain Time at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, a music video featuring the band Fictionist and BYU TV. We're shooting a brand new open for Countdown to Kickoff, and we want everybody there that wants to be there. I believe everybody. it's I believe it's twelve age twelve and up. Wear blue and white. Treat it like a game day. Show up. Be in the music video and have a good time. They're going to play a free set uh, of music, thirty to forty five minutes. It's going to be fantastic. That's next Tuesday, six p.m. Mountain Time at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. I'm there. I am. It's there. going to be great. Yeah, we'll I am be there, there, man. You know what's awesome about today? It's the start of college football. I know Saturday there was uh, Sam Houston State in Eastern Washington. Doesn't count. But today you've got some meaningful games. Texas A&M plays South Carolina. Woo! Ole Miss plays Boise State. That's what I'm watching. Utah plays Idaho State. Go Bengals! You know yes, what yes, yes, yes. Bengals. I'm, the Boise is really what I'm. 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 I'm I want to see. Just because, obviously, future BYU opponent. That, that's that's the main reason why. So I want to see. Now, it's a little bit tough the first couple games, right? To see how a team is really going to be. Usually, sure. it's it's you know by game four or five, you should know. You have an idea. Yeah, you have an idea of, of the identity of the team, but it still gives you you know a little sneak preview to see. Oh, okay, that's another W. It's a for sure W. Or yeah, this could, this could be a little bit of a challenge. Today yeah. actually starts football. I mean, we've seen preseason nonsense from the NFL. I don't really like it that much, nope. honestly. Nope. Uh, and then you, unless a BYU guy is going, and even then, it's right. not been great. Um, and then you look at FCS on Saturday. Okay, you know that's cool. Those it's just count. an appetizer. Those don't count. The entrees, baby. Tonight, this is what it I, is. I can't wait. Some really good games tonight. Then we get the dessert tomorrow. And, and then tomorrow, which, which the best thing about a Friday game. You could actually watch all the Saturday games. Saturday games. Yep, true. For, of, yeah, for you and I. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Uh, today's Twitter question, how are you preparing for game day? Use the hashtag BYUSN. More of those coming up in a minute. We made a big deal about BYU Sports Nation karma, right? Because it's real. Depth, tar- depth chart changes and what else Bronco Mendenhall finds out on game day. Those are just some of the things in an all-new one-on-one from Spencer Linton with a coach in BYU football all-access. We gave you the BYU Sports Nation karma. You did. Have you noticed? I've Let's, noticed nothing. We're here with Bronco Mendenhall, head football coach at BYU. <laughs> Let's start with that. We gave you BYU Sports Nation karma last interview. Have you noticed a significant difference in your See, life? I, I think it's false advertising. <laughs> I think the karma that you're saying that you give, I don't think there is any karma. There is any such thing. and um, It is a nice marketing ploy, but I don't feel a thing. And... I'm just saying it like it is. What would you say to knowing that Jamal Williams, after he came on our show, ran for 182 yards against Texas? That's just, and that was the beginning of this. I would long say run. that he had a great week of practice. <laughs> and had he not gone on your show, he might have rushed for 50 more, <laughs> other than having to balance an extra thing. Okay, well, 
after you beat UConn, <laughs> we'll, we'll have this discussion yeah, again. We'll see. Okay, yesterday the, the depth chart is released, and, and everyone gets really excited. Like, oh, here, here it comes. Broncos released the two deep. But then you come out and say, well, it's, it's fluid, and it, and it could have changed by the time that I, that I It might have changed it. already. Yeah. yeah. So as you approach UConn, now how many more changes do you anticipate on that depth chart before you kick off? Well, um, there's been another one at least today in practice, and so we have another practice tomorrow and then another one at UConn. And so season openers are volatile, and as much as you think you know your team and p- putting them in various situations, yeah. you never know. And so there could be still a change or two left. There have been a couple of buzzwords around fall camp, depth and health. Uh, how would you address both of those words right now for BYU football? Um, Probably better than um, what we've had the majority of years that I've been the head coach. We have better health, not perfect health, and more depth, not perfect depth. But going into the opener, I feel good. No Harvey Jackson, who's a transfer from Nebraska and obviously a great talent. Uh, we didn't see Trey Dye on the two deep, Trenton Trammell. Does that speak to the to the depth that you have on this football team? It does, and it also shows that um, two deep doesn't mean those are the only players that are going to play. And so there are some positions uh, where you'll see three deep and uh, more than two deep listed that are actually playing in the game. And so Harvey Jackson might be at nickel. Trey Dye might be in the slot. Um, There might be positions that we even play him at that aren't listed on the two deep for the sake of saving space. So um, we have options, which is nice. And um, again, we have some players that are hurt, some players that have made poor decisions, a poor decision or two in the offseason that will prevent them playing in the opening game. After that all sets out, by about game three, you end up having a more true two deep. Okay. The offensive line, uh, we noticed a number of oars <laughs> that we have. Not the kind in the water. No, no, not, not the kind in Wait, the water. Which is kind of symbolic because those bigger guys usually were the ones rowing. And yeah, they're doing the hard oh, labor. There you go. Absolutely. So that, that is, that is a motor. nice little tie-in there. Yeah. See, I like you for that reason. Well, I mean, you just left it wide open, so I have to take Anyway. <laughs> you said you want to remove a few of those oars. There's a legitimate situation that you could have three freshmen starting on the offensive line. Are, have you ever encountered that as a head football coach? I haven't, and normally the thought of freshmen playing anywhere, a significant amount makes you kind of nervous. But um, when you're playing up to 100 plays offensively, um, or kind of starts to be part of the equation of a 300-pound guy playing up to 100 plays. That starts to be bordering on realistic. And so if you happen to have depth, I'd rather have or at maybe three places than five. I'd rather have it at the two than three. But right now it's, I think, four or five as we have ors in the water. Okay, let's talk about the Yukon Huskies. Uh, we learned from reading their different reports and from their head coach that it's very likely you'll see two quarterbacks. In fact, they're kind of married to that situation right now. Have you ever encountered as a defensive coordinator, as a head coach, a situation where it has created problems for you facing two different quarterbacks? Um, Only for um, the standpoint if the diversity of how they play is so distinct. And usually what that is then, what the defense usually benefits by is in the execution or lack thereof by two separate systems because you simply don't have time to practice it. However, if there's a quarterback that can create, the execution sometimes can suffer because of his ability just to create and do his own thing. And so in the situation where there is a pocket passer um, or a traditional quarterback, and if the complementary quarterback is a mobile creation-based quarterback, then you have sometimes a, a separate plan or elements of a separate plan. 
Do you feel like it creates any sort of advantage for you knowing that they don't have a guy? Sure. Um, because in the critical moments, you want a guy. And once you pick the guy, half the team thinks it might be the other guy. And so harder to have unity in chemistry. I'm guessing having experienced that yourself, you've learned a few things about it's that. It's really difficult. Um, and a lot of times there are very good players. It could be James Locke, Riley Nelson. It could be uh, Jake Heaps, Riley Nelson. It, I mean, at one point it was um, John Beck or Jason Beck um, or Max Hall or Jason Beck. I, I forget. And it, a fine line separates them. And you try to do your best job in practice to see how that's going to work. Sometimes you need game time to, de- to determine that. The games actually count, yeah. and that's, that's, um, that's difficult. What do you feel right now, 72 hours-ish away from UConn? Like what, what do you go through now that you're a veteran at this? It, it, it's similar um, each year, so there is certainly, certainly uncertainty. Um, I never know exactly how we're going to play in the opener, nor really in any game. Um, but I know how they practiced, and I know they're willing. So I know we'll try hard and I know they'll give great effort. Where the execution stands, we'll find that out. Uh, where the new players and how they perform, we'll find that out. How UConn is, uh, who knows? Yeah. And so there's a lot of uncertainties, which just means I think what we can control is how hard we try, um, and that really is what we can control. And in practice, what work they've put in, that will show in the opener. And I think we practice pretty well. Is it Christmas morning for you, opening game? Yeah, it's Christmas morning, and it's not just seeing what's in the present. It's like how many presents and what's in each one. And sometimes it's play-by-play and quarter-by-quarter, and sometimes there's the present that it's, I love the thought, but it really isn't what I wanted. And sometimes there's the, it's exactly what I wanted. And there's probably a mix of things that happen all along the way. Okay, uh, last question I want to ask you. If there were one significant change that we're going to see between the opener at Virginia this year and the opener at UConn, other than the monsoon situation, which <laughs> we're being told is not going to happen, what would it be within the And I, I sure hope it's uh, we score more points. That's what I hope for all of us. Very good. I might smile on the sideline. <laughs> what? Yeah, that, that would. Is that... I'm not. I'm not. I'm not um, committing. I'm just hinting that that might happen <laughs> yeah, at some point from the first quarter to the fourth quarter. There actually might be a smile on the sideline. You heard it here from yeah, Bronco Worth Mendenhall. watching. Tune in, BYU and UConn on Friday. You can watch it live on ESPN 7 Eastern, 5 Mountain. Countdown to kickoff on BYU TV starts at 4 Mountain. Thanks, Spencer. See more from that BYU football all-access interview with head coach Bronco Mendenhall tomorrow, 6 Eastern on Countdown to Kickoff. Some interesting stuff from Coach Mendenhall there. I really liked what he said about certain guys don't show up on the depth chart because they play a position that's not on the depth chart. For example, Nickel, Harvey Jackson, much made of him not being in the two deep. Trey Dye might be in the slot. Uh, He also mentioned that there are some players who – made a poor decision or two in the offseason that might keep them from playing. We know of two, Jamal Williams, Devon Blackman, suspended for this game. Marcus Johnson, a uh, nose tackle hinted at uh, in camp and not on the two deep. We hope there's no more. We'll see. Uh, but some interesting thoughts from Bronco Mendenhall, and he might smile during the game. If they're up smile, big, he'll smile. Smile, smiles actually make you look uh, younger, so that's good. good. <laughs> <laughs> smile big in that interview. You know, I, I, I like what he, what he said with the, with the two deep. 
Um, this is the most depth I've seen in a while with, with BYU since after playing. It's, it's funny because guys uh, on other teams would always make fun of us and say, man, we, we, you guys come out the, the, the locker room, we're like, oh, that's a starter, that's a starter, that's a starter. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, but profiling. It's, it, you know, it's it, – profiling, well, of course. Yeah. It's, but it's the truth because, you, you know, when we went and, and played these other bigger schools, Oregon State's, uh, and whatnot. When you come out locker room, they're like, man, everybody across the board. The whole DBs are six six three. The everybody. other the other team wins the pregame against BYU almost every, oh, yeah. every time. Every but guess time. what? BYU wins them. They go to bowl games. Oh, yeah. They have yeah. a record over exactly. five hundred. So it's a, it's exciting to to hear that. You know that hey, just because a kid's on the on the on the on you know second second string doesn't mean he's not going to play. You know we can we can rotate him in. So I mean, depth wins championship as well, but defense first. If tomorrow's Christmas, it's definitely Christmas Eve. Game day Eve, coming up next. After further review, Ryan in a ref jersey, look out. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Next Friday, two-hour live remote from the BYU Store. Can't wait, that'll be fun. Same time, same place, but uh, an extra hour. And tomorrow... 6 p.m. Eastern Time. I said a week from today. I mean a week from tomorrow. Tomorrow, countdown to kickoff, live 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll get you ready live from Hartford and Provo. Retweet for the blue mohawk. Brian favorite, sent favorite, out a favorite, favorite for no. <laughs> Brian sent out a tweet that said he wants to wear the blue mohawk, even though we heard from the powers that be officially, and they said no. But Brian still wants to challenge the man. And so he says, retweet for blue mohawk, favorite for no. Yes. I have favorited that tweet. Let the people speak, man. Let the people speak. Oh, they can the people speak. People want to have a voice. Oh, they can speak. Let them have a voice. We, uh, we're in ref jerseys right now, which means we're about to play one of my favorite games. After further review. Let's go. After further review on BYU Sports Nation. Okay, here's how it works. We both got ref jerseys on so that apparently we have the power. Yes. We have whistles. We've got flags and cards. We're going to discuss things and make a call. Yeah, it's like you've got like a giant pocket square going on right I, now. It has a pocket square. That's the, that's part of the swag, that, like, goo, yeah. man. If you're a it's ref, a do you just wear a flag as a pocket square? That's a, a great it's a, idea. You know, it's a, it's to intimidate people. Don't you look at me, son? To this flag, I'm gonna throw it at you. Th- this is my Halloween costume. I'm going with this. Just <laughs> hey, hey, yellow, <laughs> whatever. Hey, hey. All right, let's go. Number one, Brian. We're one day away from game day, and BYU still has not heard from the NCAA regarding possible sanctions. What's the call? Uh, that is a 15-yard penalty and a loss of down. What penalty? What the, what the heck, man? Why would you? Why would you do that? Why would you leave a team out to dry like that by not giving them uh, the penalty before you know, or, or enough time? I would say, or to tell that there's no penalty. It, yeah, something. I don't, we don't something. know. Something. I want. I need. I need something, man. A yes or no? A maybe? No, I don't want a maybe. Come on, man. That's why. That's why it's 15-yard. It's a 15-yard penalty and. I'm, I'm, you're, you're, I'm taking it down away from you. You want, you want to go like unsportsmanlike conduct or something? Personal foul? What penalty do you want to do? Um, uh, not coolness. Not coolness. <laughs> okay. Here, throw that flag. You didn't throw it for it. Throw the flag. Who I throw it at? Who I throw it at? No, not at one of our camera ops. They're working hard. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Number two, what do you have for me? Okay. So forget about the UConn uh, two quarterback situation. Yes. Jerome. Yes. Uh, how about Casey uh, Cochran's mullet? And tattoo situation. We've addressed this a lot this week, and every day I've tweeted a picture of your daily reminder that Casey Cochran has a mullet <laughs> and a Boba Fett tattoo. <laughs> Who is this guy? Who is this guy? Boba- I think it's fun. I think he's got personality. I think it's hilarious. Can you imagine if Taysom Hill had a mullet you, 
in a in a any tattoo, you know but what? a Boba Fett. But, but out of all the Star Wars I know. characters, why would you do why? Boba Fett, Boba a bounty Fett. hunter who dies in the third or sixth movie? It makes sense for a safety. Yeah, maybe like yeah. a bounty hunter, like I'm, yeah. I'm head hunting, you know, but not like a quarterback. No, no. so here, he should be like Yoda or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Yoda, awesome. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so after further review, yellow card on Casey Cochran. I'm not throwing him out with the red. It's not quite that, but it's close. Yellow card for Casey Cochran for that. We need like an orange I card. I think he's fun. We need like an orange card. An in orange card? In no, between. Stop. <laughs> Yesterday, Michael Elisa told BYU Sports Nation, every week this football season with BYU football, he'll, uh, he'll be on our show All Access. Yesterday, he told us, to play defense, you have to have a little anger in your soul. Brian, what's the call? Is that fair? Go! He, na- he nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. I I love it. As a defensive player, you have to. You have to find something deep down in your soul. You have to find some hate. You know. You 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 have to. You have to be mean. How do you do that? You know. You just you just you just gotta. I, I think I'm a nice guy, but I I dig way back into my memories. Like Halo. you know, like my third grade teacher. You know, some of the, the things your I didn't third like. Third grade teacher. I'm just saying. If you gotta go that deep. If you gotta go back that far back. I didn't like you gotta do it. That's what you gotta do. She made me read, man. We all know. She I don't made know how to you read. read. I went to a public school. Don't don't judge. So don't judge. I, don't judge. Don't people? judge me. <laughs> okay. So look, uh, we, we all heard Coach Mendenhall say how he didn't believe in the sports Oof. nation karma. Oof. He didn't believe that it was real. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about that? Ooh, okay. After further review, Bronco Mendenhall does not watch his show. He was given one example by Spencer of Jamal Williams. Ran for 182 against Texas after coming on our show. Said, he said that he had, I would have told you he had a good week of practice and he could have rushed for 50 more. That's great A baloney. I'm going red card. <laughs> I'm going red card on Bronco for that. I'm oh, throwing you out because BYU, out. BYU Sports Nation karma is real. The people know it. The people that have watched this show know it. And, and Bronco has been given it and we're going to see it happen. I want to I bear my testimony for the Sports Nation uh, karma. Would you? Go, I, ha- yeah, go ahead. I, I, I believe that it's, it's true. Uh, it's real. I, I, yeah, it's, I it's believe real. that it's real. I believe that when Spen- when Spencer touches Jerem, really when Spencer touches Jerem, and then Jerem touches the no, guest, no, no, leave the touching know. out of it. Yeah, it's just that's this. how you pass it, man. Well, it's, no, it's this it's, ethereal it's, it. oddness. That's after further review. I'm going to throw a flag just for fun, and of course, it's Utah on game day, so they get a red flag just for being Utah. Yeah, that's after further review. <laughs> we finish up on the day before the day. Coming up, who gets today's rise and shout? And will Brian Logan be able to take off this ref jersey in time for the next segment? All this and more coming up. Can I wear a blue mohawk tomorrow? (laughs) No. Well, heck no. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Welcome back. Jerem Jordan, Brian Logan. Hanging out as we get ready for BYU and Connecticut. Uh, Tomorrow, we'll talk to Spencer again on game day from Hartford, Connecticut as BYU prepares for Connecticut, watch Countdown to Kickoff Live, 6 Eastern, tomorrow right here on BYU TV. Let's hand out a Rise and Shout. Today's Rise and Shout is brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Let's give it to college football. Normally we give it to a person. Let's give it to college, college football. football. It's the opening day. It's going to be fantastic. And we have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. All college football I'm, games. I, I am so grateful for college football. Now I have something to do with my life, man. <laughs> I've been bored. What? I've just been bored, bored, you know. Bored and more bored. And now and you na- cannot be bored. Now my life is just going to go by so fast because I just, and the anticipation and just, there's stuff to do all the time, you know? And I get to be with you with my blue mohawk. 
Heck yeah, the yep. first part. But you see all these? You see all the tweets, man? We've been getting how many? How many all the uh, retweets? retweets? Let me go. I gotta. I gotta go to my my phone. Uh, let me see. Let well, me see I'll here. click on here. You okay. have you have nineteen retweets for the Blue Mohawk and seven favorites. Seven favorites. See, let okay. The people, let the people, the people speaking. speak. At Uncle Trent, I'm just gonna ignore you. At Uncle Trent, <laughs> displaying my allegiance on the lawn. He tweeted a picture of his lawn. Massive stretch Y. That it's is that really is nice. good. That That's is impressive. Nice. That is impressive. That's man. impressive. How are you preparing for game day? Is our Twitter question. Let's go to the Twitter machine. You got tweets. At Jenalyn87. Trying to remain calm even though it feels like Christmas Eve. <laughs> it's been a long wait since December 27th. Game oh, day it has. Eve. At Robert Murdoch 3. Boarding a plane now. Can't wait. Go Cougs. I assume that's Ooh. to go. I, yeah. I, to go I there. I assume that, yeah. yeah. At Neil er, Early. I prepare for game day by watching MacGyver. MacGyver. <laughs> Casey Cochran, the uh, UConn quarterback, the mullet, he said uh, it's inspired by MacGyver. We learned that from, I believe, Joe D'Ambrosio. Maybe it was uh, Desmond Connor of the not too Hartford familiar, Not too familiar with MacGyver. Yeah, don't worry about uh, it. Uh, ask, some, go- ask me later. I'll Google. I'll Google it. At Fusen Shafton. Okay. Not getting much work done, that's for sure. Hashtag can't focus. <laughs> the funny thing is I focus the most when football comes because I'm like, all right, let's go. You zone I'm, in, man. Yeah. You're like the guys right now. They're mentally prepared. I f- Listen, we've got to be like that to do this show and to do Canada. That's at, right. At Courte- Courteous Thug. That's a fun name. Oh, man. I have I'm going to s- follow him. <laughs> I have to stack my schedule with nonstop distracting activities to avoid all driving, to avoid driving all crazy with blue co- goggle talk. <laughs> Why, why? Why would you, why would you do that? I don't know. I, too excited. Just want to see it play out. I mean, that's the thing, too. We try and inform you as best we can, entertain, have fun. Ultimately, we're like you. We want to see the game and react. And we have built up since December 27th to tomorrow. We'll, we'll, that we'll, learn, we'll learn a lot. I mean, like I said earlier, uh, you know, it isn't, about game three, four, you can know the identity of the team, of any team, and see, you know, kind of what direction they're going to go. But... I, you know, this is this is a stepping stone. You know, this is a starting point for that. So that's what I'm excited about. Because we could either put blue goggles on, put blue, put get a blue mohawk, or we could just speaking of sit, sit back at UCLA grad ninety. This is Nicole Williams, Jamal's mother, at BYU Sports Nation. I will be sporting blue tips at t- the Texas game. I wanted to dye my hair blue, but Jay Swag Daddy said no. Oh, see, she wanted to do what, it. What do you say about Brian? She Did she retweet to, she, you? She wanted to do it. I'm not sure. Let me let me take a look. <laughs> she wanted see she wanted to do it, man. She she understands. She's gonna go with blue tips in Austin. Awesome. At Cougar fan, mostly trying to figure out what kind of pizza I'm going to order for the game tomorrow. Pizza, pizza. Let's go sausage pizza, pizza. and pepperoni. That's my uh, that's my. Recommendation. I'm on a diet. I'm on a diet. Are you? Oh, she did retweet. You're looking. Good. She did retweet for me. That's fantastic. Okay, <laughs> the people have spoken, and the answer is no. Thanks to Spencer <laughs> Spencer Linton, Bronco Mendenhall, and everyone on our crew. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. 21 retweets, that's, 10 favorites. That's good. It's gonna go We're up. Still going. Shows on demand on BYUSportsNation.com and BYUTV.org for Brian Logan. I'm Jerem Jordan. Shout out to Leah Gary. Nice. BYU Sports Nation. Back at it tomorrow. Which is game day, and the countdown is going to be a big fat donut. Can't wait. We'll see you tomorrow. With the blue mohawk.